ignite your passion for God and for His work. Listen to Bishop Edwin Morgan Ogo, the resident pastor of the Lighthouse Chapel International, Oyibi Cathedral. He comes your way on this podcast with the creative force of God's Word. Bishop Ogo also pastors the Flaming Fire Service, a vibrant youth service with energetic young people who are ablaze for the Lord. He is also the evangelist of the Greater Love Gospel Crusade, a unique outreach program that ministers the soul-saving love of Jesus Christ to a hurting world through music, dance, and the life-giving Word of God. Now, listen to Bishop Edwin Ogo. There was a man who was blind. Jesus put clay on his eyes. Can we not show more excitement in the presence of God? You see, when you see me, you must understand that something nice is happening. That's why I've come. I want to hear your loud shout of celebration unto the Lord. Hallelujah. Makanek Cathedral, are you excited about what God is doing in this building? You see, in, once you enter here, there are many aspects of the service that are designed just for you. Amen. And one of the chiefest things that happen when you come here is that the you that enters here is assured to be very different from the you that lives here. So the state you enter here with is different from the state you live here with. If you believe it, you can make happy noises unto the Lord because God is giving you a testimony. God is giving you a testimony. And if your shout can be louder than your neighbors, then your testimony is coming faster than your neighbors. Your miracle is happening quicker than your neighbors. Hallelujah. Amen. You see, 2 Corinthians chapter 5, verse 17. Tonight we are going to hear stories from two normal human beings. Tell your neighbor, normal people ordinary people who came to church and encountered God in church and suddenly their lives have changed. Amen. And 2 Corinthians chapter 5 verse 17 says that therefore if any man any man, old man, young man, rich man, poor man, man man, woman man, if any man be in Christ, he is a new creator. And we are going to hear testimonies of people who came to church found Christ and God has changed their lives. Amen. Tonight somebody's life will be changed and this testimony is to tell you that God is in the business of changing lives and you are next in line. Hallelujah. I want us to welcome our first testimony from our brother Albert Yorsen. Hallelujah. He's with the car park and security encourage him as he's coming. Albert you should be running. You should be running. Encourage him as he comes. You see, when somebody is coming on stage, you should encourage them because it's not easy at all. Keep encouraging him. Good evening, Albert. Good evening. Introduce yourself. This, my name is Albert Mensah Jr. Yorsen from the Aikuma Uncomable, Overcomable, Overcomers Constituency. Overcomers constituency. Wow. So you are in the you are from Aikuma in the Overcomers constituency. Yes, please. And why are you wearing this vest? Um, when I came. Why are you wearing? Because not everybody wears a vest. Yes, because there's. I joined the security and car park. Oh, so you are part of the 
car park and security center. Encourage him. Hallelujah. You are here to share your testimony of how God has changed your life. Yes, tell, up, tell us about your life before you came to church and after you have come to church. Um, Speak when, into the microphone. When I was not in church, um, I used to do other bad things. Normally, normally at uh, Friday evening before Saturday. But uh, my class teacher, Madam Nicolina Abe, invited me to church on Good Friday. So when I came, um, it was entertaining and amazing. So I decided to come on the following Saturday. So when I came, and she said I should join the new believers. Then I joined. When I went there, it was nice. They preached goodly. And the pastors were very well anointed. So In the new believers school. All right. And what has happened? So when... We all, uh, always go to class. Like, what I plan doing at Saturday evening uh, on Sunday, like, they always preach about it, like, fornication and other things. So, I like... So, you used to fornicate? Oh, no, I like... To, on Friday, I like to be online, watch pornographic movies, normally on Saturdays evening. Take your time. We want to know the story. So, you were a student. Yes. Then, from fri- Friday night... You go online yes. to watch pornography yes. on your phone. Yeah. Okay. So, like, when I came and be preaching about it, I was like, actually, ah, what's up? So, if they don't say there and I come here, Bishop will talk about it. So, when you swerve from the new believers class and you enter the main church, so it will be mentioned. It it's like mentioned. they were on your case. Yeah, so me and I'm a type of person, like if I have something bad in mind and you get to know it, how to do it becomes difficult for me. So like, I changed from it and now because of the car park security and, and now at the planters. That's the next class, the fruitful believers. Input data of the new convert and other people. So before... I finish all this and I get home. I'll be very tired. So I just move to bed and sleep. So there's no time for me. <laughs> so there's the Saturday that you used to watch pornography, now by the time you get home, you are too tired. So what will you normally do? Now when you go, instead of watching pornography, what do you do? I just go to bed. You just go to bed? If there's Bible for me, some verses to read, I read. Because they mostly give us some... Bible versions to go and read at home. So are you saying that you have stopped watching pornography? Completely. Completely? Yes. That if I look at your phone, there's no pornographic video or picture. See the confidence with which you have brought out his phone. If you are clapping, then you should clap. And how long, if you imagine, have you been watching pornography? Oh, since I got my phone. Since you got a phone? Yes. So going to school didn't stop you from watching pornography? No, not that much. It didn't stop? No. But coming to church, hearing the word of God stopped it. Yes. What do you have to say to somebody who is here? And it's in the state that you used to be in before you have come. Doing things that shouldn't be done. What will you say to such a person? If the person is in lighthouse church in anywhere in my here 
I'm advising that person to go through the new believer school. They should enter the new believer school. Something will happen to them. Something will happen to you because you are here. Do you do you believe that you are changed? So now you have a phone. Yes. You have data on your phone. Yes. But you don't go and watch pornography. No. And you don't regret it. I don't regret. You don't miss it. I don't miss it. You like the life now. That Saturday when you get home, you rather go and sleep. And you are sitting down like that, oh. You are not celebrating God. It doesn't impress you that a fine young man, God will, a man hooked on pornography, a man hooked on pornography, suddenly the appetite just goes away. So nobody sat you down to tell you to stop. Nobody, nobody knew. Yes. But just by going to the New Believers Square and hearing the word of God, you see, what school couldn't do, the word of God has done. May God perfect this and establish you. I see you preaching one day. Let's bless God for this life. Thank you very much, Albert. And as we are clapping, I want us to welcome from the same overcomers constituency, our brother Derry Lewis. To also, Derry, you should be running also. You should be running to me. It's also in what is special about overcomers and the car park and security center. But is it not a beautiful life that a young man hooked on pornography without going through any special counseling will lose the appetite? May an appetite that you are hooked to, which is designed to destroy you, may that appetite just give way because you are in church. In Jesus' name, amen. So you are welcome. Oh, thank you. You are speaking to the church, not just me. Come close to me. Introduce yourself. Oh, please, my name is Louis Derry. No, bring it close to your mouth. Okay. Please, my name is Louis Derry. And I am here to give a certified money to God. Tell us your story, Louis. Today, as I'm standing here, I was very, very stubborn. Vagabond. What does vagabond mean? Vagabond. Like, nobody can advise you, you take. Nobody can advise you. Yes. Nobody can control you. Yes. And that was you. Yes. Okay. I was joined, we have a group. We normally Friday, we normally go to pub. You go to pub? Yes. What is pub? Oh. It's a place for enjoyment. It's a place for enjoyment. Yes. And where you go, what do you go and do there? What is your enjoyment? As for me, I don't know how to dance. So the only thing that I know I normally do there because I know how to drink alcohol. Ah, so some drink and some dance. All of and us, no. All of you drink. Yes. And as for me, what I don't do know drink? how to drink. What dance. do you, because I also drink. Oh, if you give me Guinness, I'll take. Clap, I'll take. Anything. Alcohol. Alcohol. All right. And what, what happened to you? How did you come to church? Through Madame Nico Abe. Oh, okay. That's yes. your Basenta leader. Yes, please. All right. And what has happened since you came to church? Oh. When B 
bishop was preaching one day exactly one day i came here the day you came yes oh i said those those of my friends i just forget about them i blocked all of them their numbers because sometimes they'll call me we should go i said no i will not go even including saturdays and sunday we said we should go i said no but now i'm now cool like ice block in the fridge Somebody that nobody could control. You are cool like ice block. Yes. What happened when you came to church? What happened? Because of the preaching. Now you are cool. Yes. Are you still a vagabond? No, 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 no. You are no more a vagabond. Yes. You were telling me about the Basanta hour. How did the Basanta hour affect you? For that one, yeah. We have our pastor Amos. Every day, normally weekends, you come to our place to visit us. And give us public quotation to read over it. So I don't have any effect, but it has changed my life. I'm now different from those people who are going to the drinking sports. So now you don't go to the pub? No. And are you missing that place? I'm not missing that you place. You are not missing that place? Yes. And you are happy you are in church? I'm happy. Saturday night, if you were not here, you would have been at the pub. Yes. But today you are cool like ice block yes the people who said you were stubborn when they see you now what would they say oh they can't even talk about it they can't even call me and send me wow yes because you were stubborn yes but now are you still stubborn no please can they send you yes and it is because you came to church yes you see this is the story we are talking about that god is able to make a self-acclaimed vagabond become cool as eyes. May what parents can do, because you told me that your stepfather, you lived with your stepfather. You were so stubborn that he sacked you from the house. Yes. He couldn't control you. Yes. But now he can control you. Yes. He's happy with you. Yes. May what parenting couldn't do in the house of God, in the house of God, may God do it. May lives that were given up to waste May God find use for it. God bless you. May you be established. And may you find your place. As you are here, may you find your place. But I want to hear a louder hand clap. God bless you. I want your hand clap to be greater. Hallelujah. And before I take my seat, you see, there's a special group coming up tonight. And one of the people in the group, I had the privilege of listening to his story. How many of us, these people, they drink and they watch pornography. But that man, he was doing things that musicians do. He wanted, his aim in life was to be a rapper. And tonight, instead of rapping at pubs, he's coming to rap in church. Hallelujah. But before he comes, I want you to hear his story. You see, it is not just to hear a story. It is to let you know that no matter your story... God is able to turn your story around. No matter your case, God is able to change you. So I want us to welcome Pastor Archibald Akoto Asamoa to share his story with us as an introduction to the next ministration. Oh, your hand clap is very weak. Good evening, church. Oh, please introduce yourself. Okay, I call so, you Pastor Archie. I want to be sure it's a correct title. Yes. My you name is Pastor, Pastor Archibald Akutu Asamoah. 
by the grace of God. And um, I would share this testimony on every stage I stand because I believe that it's going to minister to somebody. You know, so I was born to a typical Christian home. My mom is a Presbyterian, you know, my dad is a Methodist, even though he was on and off, he, he was trying. So from infancy, we were, you know, going to, church. going to church, Sunday school, Bible, and all of that. So I was doing fine until, until I went to SHS. Wow. Now, when I entered SHS, I met a gentleman. And then he introduced me to a group of friends, a group of boys. So that was when my life changed. So we started doing bad things. Oh, please tell we, us would, we, would, <laughs> we would break bounds and go to town. We would go to the nightclub. And you know, at that time we were kids. And the nightclub won't admit us. So we have to bribe the bouncer so we can go in. And when we go in, we gamble. We do all sorts of things. And it was a clique of boys. Some will drink. Some will smoke. I will not drink. And I will not smoke. You see, but... But what were you doing? <laughs> Everybody has something they do. You know, we were not just drinking and smoking. We were rapping as well, as you said. Because, you know, at that time, rap was the thing. And everybody wanted to be famous and you want to do it. And, you know, so we were rapping as well. So I won't smoke. I won't drink. But, you see, if you were a lady and I set my eye on you. <laughs> if you were a woman and I set my eye on you. You see, I always say, no matter your background, your back will touch the ground. You see the thing? So, so, so I, was, I was that wild. I mean, nobody could escape me. If I really wanted you, you can't escape. So I was on it. And you see, Reverend, as we were doing all those things, we thought it would give us happiness. But anytime you find that, uh, anytime you're alone, you, you begin to feel this emptiness, you know, this feeling of guilt and rejection takes over you. So it wasn't really giving us happiness. But you I were came. Doing to, it. Oh, we were doing it. It was like some some bondage. Some, you, you know, the thing. You know, good, but you can't really stop. You see. So I came to the University of Ghana, and then I was, you know, about my normal business, you know, clearing left and right. Then <laughs> I met one lady, and this lady was proving a bit difficult. You know, I had deployed all my tactics. Still, nah, she she was difficult. So one semester, we were going home, and then she gave me a pen drive. And at that time, if you get a pen drive like that, it's either worldly music or pornography or something like that. So when she gave me the pen drive, I said, oh, this one, they are fine. I mean, it's working. It's working. It's working. I went home, I slotted the pen drive, and it was Bishop Dark's messages. Plenty. So I got angry, and I threw the thing somewhere. But you see, because I started in church, I was like, you let me listen small. You never know. Then I started listening. Then I realized, Charlie, the thing was nice. I began enjoying it. The messages were nice. The messages were nice. I was still doing my, you know, I was still clearing. I mean, and Ligon Campus, if you want to clear, you, you will get to clear. They are there plenty. So I was listening to the messages alongside clearing. But it got to a point, I realized that the appetite for that kind of lifestyle was just dying off. You know, then I began to feel like I want to be in church. You see, but I couldn't go to First Love because, you know, they knew me. You know, they knew my escapades. A lot of people knew me there. 
And I used to hear Bishop Dad mention Dr. Ugu. Dr. Ugu. I said, ah, then let me look for Dr. Dr. Ugu. Then I will go there. But here, if I go, they will say that the devil has come to church. They may even run. So I looked for Dr. Ugu and I came to church. And then we started, you know, New Believer School, very powerful. We went through it. We went to Shepherd Oil School and then we were on it gradually. And then, you know, I was hoping and praying and believing God that one day, as I was chasing girls and I stopped and I'm now chasing souls, then I will be appointed as a pastor. And I can say to the grace of God that as I stand here, I stand here as an appointed pastor with all humility that today... I don't chase girls, chase but girls. I chase souls. Wow. You the see, appetite to I'm chase girls is no more. Here, we are sitting down that a man whose aim was to clear girls is now chasing souls for God. Yes, yes. yes. And yes. you are married. I'm married by the grace of God. How many women? One woman. Only one. One. But you couldn't live with only one girl. Eh, that's what my foolishness told me that time. But now I know that one is more than enough. One is more than enough. Ma- and, and you know, Reverend Lester, you know we were a group of boys. The sad part is that some of us got born again, but some stayed in the world. One of them actually died last year. And he didn't die of, you know, COVID-19. You know, he died of alcohol abuse. That was your friend. My friend. We in were the all same moving together. Yes. When but we got you are again, standing on stage in church. I'm standing here today in church as a pastor. Let us celebrate what God can do. God can do it for you too. Do better unto Jesus tonight. Oh, do better, do better. You can add a shout of praise. Joshua said, choose you this day whom you serve. Tonight the Lord is asking, who will you serve, the world or me? It's up to you. Cause nothing and no one can take you away from me I'd rather sell everything that I have Than sell my soul for an idol Won't be the sea Won't be the sea Lord, you never said it would be easy Taking this narrow road journey I see them run first but end up lost Cause they didn't take the time to hear your voice I see them mocking her and laughing It's a pity, never saw it coming Step next with hearts of stone But one day, the truth must be told ah, Lord, I will always praise you Just love you and adore you They can call me a fool But that won't stop me Stop me from loving you Stop me from loving you Lord, you never said Carrying this cross was gonna be easy Stay in the spirit so Satan cannot deceive me Your word is my meditation I'm gonna stand through persecution. Eh, eh, 
by the things that wanna take me from you. Corrupt my mind with the things I shouldn't do. I walked away, they call me a fool. But Lord, to you, I only stay true. Ah, Lord, I will always praise you, yeah. Just love you and adore you They can call me a fool But that won't stop me Stop me from loving you Stop me from loving you They can call me, they can call me They can call me a fool But that won't stop me Stop me from following Stop me from loving you Stop me from love They can, they can say They can call me a fool But that won't stop me Stop me from loving you Stop me from loving you Oh, oh, they can call me a fool That won't stop me Stop me from loving you Stop me from loving you so I say, sign me up, sign me up, sign me up any day. Or say, sign me up, sign me up, sign me up any day. Lord, sign me up, sign me up, sign me up if it's Jesus Christ. Oh, oh, sign me up, sign me up, sign me up. Say. I'd rather choose you, I'd rather choose you, I'd rather choose you than the world. Oh, if it's Jesus, oh, oh, sign me up. Oh, oh, rather have you, I'd rather have you, I'd rather have you than all this world. Just sign me up, sign me up, sign me up. Yeah. Twice, oh, 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 oh. as long as it's Jesus, say, it's Jesus, sign me up. Let's go. It's Jesus Christ to sign me up now. Peter the fisherman was working by the sea. Turned into his business of life so dearly, gently. Then Jesus was passing by on his mission across the land. He only said, Follow me, and I'll make you a fisher of man. And Peter said, sign me up, whoa, oh, oh, there's no need to ask me twice, just sign me up now, oh, 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 yeah, sign me up, yeah, as long as it's Jesus Christ, just sign me up now. Was at the well 
perch in her water Thinking of her wretched life When she came upon the Savior Then Jesus said, give me to drink For there's a reward in store I'll give you living water to drink And you won't be thirsty no more She simply said, sign me up oh, 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 oh. There's no need to ask me twice Just sign me up now long as it's Jesus Christ, just sign me up now. Oh, listen. I was just like everyone, running in my own way. Then Jesus was passing by, and he had these words to say. I'll make you a fisher of man, follow me where I go. I'll give you living water to drink And you won't be thirsty no more I simply said sign me up oh, oh, oh. There's no need to ask me twice Just sign me up It's Jesus Christ, just sign me up now. Oh, 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 sign me up. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. God's love is greater. Than your father's love for you God's love is greater Than your mother's tender care Or your boyfriend Who says he's in love with you From age to age You're still the same And your love will never change God's love is greater Cause he gave his love for you God's love is greater For he shed his blood for you Greater love hath no man than this Than a man who lay down his life for you Incomprehensible I cannot tell it all To describe your love it's impossible You are so beautiful to me It's undisputable, you see And long before I knew my name You were thinking of me God's love is greater Than your father's love God's love is greater I cannot tell it all To describe your life It's impossible You are so beautiful to me 
possible you see and long before I knew my name you were thinking of me God's love is greater cause he gave his love for you God's love is greater cause he shed his love for you I'm so glad that I trust in you I'm very glad that I lay down my life There's no other love than this For your love is greater I found no other love than this For your love is greater I believe that you can stand to your feet tonight. We don't want to delay anymore. I, I can smell the food already. Yes, so I don't want to keep you waiting. But I'm happy to announce to you tonight that one of God's choicest servants is in our midst. Hallelujah. A man that God uses to teach us, to lead us, to instruct us, to direct us. And I'm happy to announce to you t- that tonight the word of God is about to come. God is about to instruct you. God is about to direct you. God is about to give you hope for your life. If you are ready to hear the word of God, I want you to join me. You can clap your hands as a sign of excitement. You can jump around if you like. And let's welcome to this pulpit, the Bishop Edwin Morgan. down please stand up and clap your hands for Jesus 
I want to welcome you to God's house. This is God's house. And I have no doubt that God will touch your life. And you will feel that you have come to his house. I want to ask you to bow your heads and let's pray. Father, I ask that you speak to me, speak to him, speak to her, speak to us. Let us hear something that will make a difference to our lives. Life is futile. We spend our lives chasing the wind. Help us to hear something that changes our lives. I thank you for your great blessing in Jesus' name. Amen. You may be seated. Tonight, I want to share a short message with you. And uh, I've titled it, Safe in His House. Safe in His House. Turn your Bibles to 1 Samuel chapter 1. Verse 20. I'd like to read from the New Living Translation. I want you to tell your neighbor to listen very carefully to what God has to say. Tell your neighbor, listen very carefully. Listen very well. Hallelujah. Now, and in due time, she this she is called Hannah. She gave birth to a son. She, that is a woman called Hannah, named him Samuel. For she said, I asked the Lord for him. God is going to answer somebody's prayer. She prayed and asked God for a son and God gave him, gave her a son. So, she gave birth to this boy. Verse 21, the next verse. The next year, so that would mean a year after the boy was born, Elkanah and his family went on their annual trip to offer a sacrifice to the Lord. When you walk with God, you must make sacrifices to him and for him. That's the nature of our relationship with God. Sacrificing. So, her husband called Elkanah. So, we have seen three people. Hannah, the woman. Her husband, Elkanah. And this one-year-old boy called Samuel. 
So they went to Elkanah went with the family to offer a sacrifice. But Hannah did not go. She told her husband, wait until the boy is weaned. Then I will take him to the tabernacle and leave him there with the Lord permanently. Clap your hands. Twenty-three. Whatever you think is best, Elkanah agreed. Stay here for now, and may the Lord help you keep your promise. So she stayed home and nursed the boy until he was weaned. Next verse. When the child was weaned, to wean a child means like breastfeeding is over. Like you, you wean the child off. Because for as long as the child is eating from the breast, you can't separate the child and put him somewhere. So you have to wait when the child now starts eating nanwan. Nanwan or um, SM or cocoa. Or Saralak. Saralak is the best. Yeah. <laughs> so, when the child was weaned, that is, he had stopped, he had come off the breast. Hannah took him to the tabernacle in Shiloh. They brought along a three-year-old bull for the sacrifice and a basket of flour and some wine. Verse 25. After sacrificing the bull, they brought the boy to Eli. Now, sir, do you remember me? Hannah asked I am the woman who stood here several years ago praying to the Lord. I asked the Lord to give me this boy and he has granted my request. Now, I am giving him to the Lord and he will belong to the Lord his whole life. Clap your hands for Hannah. She kept her promise. And they worshipped the Lord there. Ladies and gentlemen, the story of this boy Samuel represents how we ought to live our life. Unfortunately, most of us have parents who did not do what Hannah did. But ideally, the place to live your life as a young girl 
should be the house of God. Not a pub. Not a pub. Not a nightclub. Not a betting parlor. You are safe in his house. It is in his house that you are safe. This evening, I want to advise you as I end the message that make sure you are staying in God's house. It is here that God can influence you. If you don't stay in his house, Satan will influence you and destroy you. The Bible says, The thief cometh not, but for to steal, to kill, and to destroy. But I am come that ye might have life. You see, this evening I'm talking about God. I'm talking about God. And young man and young girl, God must be on your mind. I I came here to stand here to call you to come to God. To call you to come to God. And when you are coming to God, it's very important you come early. If you don't come early, It will be late. I've seen many people who come to God at a later time and they are not able to stay. Because the Bible says, train up a child the way he should go. And when he is old, he will not depart from it. That is... When you are old, you, are, you, you will not depart from what you learned as a child. If you didn't get it as a child, you will depart. If you didn't live that life as a child, you will depart. I, I want to say to all pastors and leaders here, that you must be very interested in children and young boys and girls. For of such is the kingdom. The kingdom is not for people like me and this man. We are expired goods. The people Jesus is interested in and will always be interested in will be the young ones. And if we happen to be adults in the church or in the kingdom, we should be people who met Jesus as children. Like I did. I met him when I was 16 years. Hardly will you find somebody who will stay in church, who received Jesus when he was 35 years old. It doesn't work. 
It doesn't work. If it works, it is one in 10,000. And a lot of such people are not correct Christians anyway. Because God's original plan is that it is children, it is the young who need to be introduced to Jesus. Not old people. So when you find a pastor, a real anointed pastor, whose interest is in people who sell tiles and curtain material and rich men, you should know straight away that that person is interested in money and goods and not in the soul. Because if it is a soul you are looking for, the real soul is a child's soul. It's a young boy's soul. People who never got it early always become Satan's permanent possession. I want to tell you today that you must be like someone. Early. You are in church. Like, like, like adult education. It doesn't help much. It's something that, that doesn't help. The, the real education that works, that produces bank managers, uh, astronauts, medical doctors, is always children who began to go to school from class one. When, what age is class one? Six years. So, so six years you are in school. I'm yet to find a medical doctor who started school when he was 35 years old. That's why Paul always says that. Does nature itself not teach you? This is a lawyer. At what age did you start school? 18 years. Class one. Did you go to class one? I don't know what age. Six years. She's a lawyer. Do you know of any lawyer who went to class one at age 40? 40 years. Because, because, oh, recently, was it last two years or so? There was a man in, in the north who went to class one with his grandson or so. 50s or so. Who, who saw that? Who, yeah. 60 or so. Class one. But such people, it's only news. They make news. They don't go to law school. Class one, you are 50 years. You don't go. I'm saying to you, young man, that if you really want to escape evil, this is the time. Don't wait. In Luke chapter 2, verse 42, the Bible says that when Jesus was 12 years, early, say early, 12 years. They went up to Jerusalem after the custom of the feast. And when they had fulfilled the days, they returned. But the child Jesus tarried behind in Jerusalem. And, and Joseph and his mother knew not of it. I want to tell you, young boy, instead of hiding in your room, 
watching pornography. I'll rather advise you to hide in your room praying without your mother's knowledge. I'll, 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 I'll take it again. I said, if there's anything to hide, I want to, I would like you to go to my podcast. There's a message I preach. And the title is, What Are You Hiding? What Are You Hiding? Listen to that message and push it to your friends. Yes. If you are a young boy, I would rather suggest like Jesus, if you will do anything that your parents don't know about, it shouldn't be something bad that you are hiding. It should be something good that your parents don't know about. You should be fasting and your parents don't know. You should be reading whole chapters of the Bible and your parents don't know. You must save your, 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 your lunch money and whatever and buy a Bible yourself. I'm saying that if there are things to hide, it shouldn't be pornography and fornication. It should be righteousness. His mother and his father did not know because the truth is that all of us, there are things we are doing that our parents don't know. If you jump to verse 46. So after three days of looking for the remember his parents didn't know. So after three days of looking for the boy, where did they find him? In the temple. Listen, young boys, young girls. I don't know who invited you to church. I, listen to me. I, I, I want to beg you. I know you go to school and so on. But today, take a decision to make God's house your house. You see, you may, you may ask yourself, ah, why am I not talking about God why am I not talking about Jesus when I'm talking about his house? Let me tell you that. You cannot love somebody without loving his house. Psalm 23 begins with, the Lord is my shepherd. It ends with, and I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. So if, you can, if you can stay in the house, you'll be changed in the house. If you can remain and be a proper member of the house. I mean, some of you tonight must relocate from the pub to the house of God, from the nightclub to the temple, from the, from the fooling arenas to the worshiping arenas. I'm saying that like our sister sang, sign me up now. All of you who have just come today for the first time should register to be in the house of God. Be here. I'm telling you, make it your your vision your plan to be here here I'm sure you can find your way here on Saturday evenings there is a there is a life here and I want to end by talking to you about the life that is here the life there's a life we live here 
And I don't want you to separate yourself from that life. In Luke chapter 15, you see in verse 11, I would like to have the New Living Translation if it's possible. New Living Translation. Jesus told them the story. A man had two sons. Now, the story I'm about to read, obviously, I can't tell you the whole story. But the, the story eventually, you see, it's not just about a man and his sons. At the center of the story, which Jesus told, is a house. In fact, it had very little to do with the man himself. The house. And as soon as the story starts, you see a boy who gets some money. And many of you are like that. You get beauty. You get handsomeness. You get a little money. You get some position in life. You get some nice thing. A lot of people, they get something in life. And the next thing they do is to dislocate themselves from the church. As soon as your voice breaks. As soon as you begin to have friends. As soon as your breasts begin to appear on your chest. Yes. Listen to me, I'm preaching to you. Your breasts begin to appear on your chest. Boys begin to say, to say, to say, to say, to say, to say. your eyes, your eyes are nice, your nose is smooth. You see, I'm saying that most of us, when we get something nice, instead of that thing rather making us rather deeply connected to the house, we rather disconnect from the house. I want to beg you, if I have shouted at you, forgive me, but I'm just begging you. That listen, look, the house of God is a very special place. You cannot detach your relationship with God from His house. In fact, we can tell how you love God by how you are behaving in His house. House. And truly, the Bible says that. The father gave the money. You see, this story, it's just, it, I mean, at the center of it, it's not even a father. It's the house. It's the house. Because once you are in the house, you will meet the father. You will meet him. Because he is there. God is here. God is here. Both children had money, had possessions. One of them says wealth. So he, the, his father agreed to divide his wealth between his sons. So both of them had wealth. 
both of them had dollars. Thousands, 10,000, 100,000 dollars. Two million cities, 500,000 cities, 100,000 cities. The man divided. So the boy, the little boy had money and the older boy also had money. But look at what happened. A few days later, this younger son packed all his belongings and moved to a distant land relative to the house and obviously if you choose to live your life outside God's house you will waste you will waste your life you waste your beauty. You waste your intelligence. Look, the house of God is a fortress. We run to it and we are safe. It's here that the Lord has put his name here. It's a very important place. You cannot be a Christian detached from his house. Then you have set your own questions with your own marking scheme. The house. The house. Say the house. The house. As soon as this boy separated himself from the house, he wasted his substance. Because the Bible explains to us how he wasted that money. Is there wild living? There is a certain life you will not live if you are properly in the house. And I'm going to tell you soon what to do in the house. There is a way, there's only one thing you should do. You can be in the house, but if you don't do it, you will also waste your life. Being in the father's house means only one thing for you. Only one thing. If you are here today, it's your first time. I want to welcome you to church. Church is not just a place you attend. He wasted his money with wild living. About the time his money ran out. It's amazing that we don't hear that the money of the elder brother ran out because he was in the house. Yes. yes in, the house. in the house of God, you hear something, you will see something, somebody will correct you. There is a way. I, 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 I'm coming there in two minutes. He ran out. Please go back. His money ran out and a great famine swept over the land and he began to starve. 15, he persuaded a local farmer to hire him and the man sent him into his fields to feed the pigs. That is the life that has lived outside there. Either you are a pig yourself or you are feeding pigs. 
I'll take it again. Anyone who doesn't establish himself, plant himself in God's house, either becomes a pig. The Bible describes dogs and pigs. So don't give that which is holy to pigs. There are people God describes as pigs. Don't give that which is holy to pigs. But in case you don't become a pig, you will feed pigs. So the young man became hungry in verse 16 and so hungry that even the pots he was feeding the pigs looked good to him. Yeah, because if you feed pigs for a long time, you would become like them. Anything you stay close to for a long time, you become like that. So when, when, when you when you establish, when you live your life in the house of God, you become like David who said, one thing have I desired of the Lord. And that one thing will I seek after. What is it? To dwell in the house of the Lord and to behold his beauty. Because what you behold is what you become. When you behold God's beauty, God's beauty, God's beauty, God's beauty makes your life beautiful. Makes your life beautiful. I am not surprised that his appetite changed to a pig's appetite. If you see that God has anointed someone to build a church, enter it fast. And make sure you enter it when you are young. If you enter it when you are old, you will not stay there. Those who are old and stay in the house of God are those who entered it when they were young and lived in it till they are old. And no one gave me anything. I'm ending now. Now, now, now. When he finally came to his senses, that word finally only suggests time. Yes. The Bible says that stupidity is bound. Foolishness is bound in the heart of a child. Many of you young boys here, the only thing and girls, the only thing in your heart is foolishness. You don't have sense. I said, you don't have sense. It is in the house of God that small, small preaching here and there will hand over a little sense to you. But right now, there you are full of foolishness and stupidity. Foolishness and stupidity. Foolishness and stupidity. But the Bible says, watch it, watch it, watch it, watch it, watch it. When he came to his senses, and I'm telling you, young man, young girl, with breasts, you will come to your senses very soon. You come to your senses very soon. But I'm just, well, well, I hope it to be very soon. 
and not too late. Because a day will come, you will come to your senses, but you'll be too late. When you do something, it's very important. When you do something, not something, when you do anything, it's important. You can do anything, but when you did it, will determine whether it will bear fruit or not bear fruit. He came to his senses, and when he did, fortunately for this boy, it was the right time because his father was alive. He said to himself, at home, even the hired servants have food enough to spare. And here I am dying of hunger. So, I will go. I'll go where? Now, watch it. Did he say, I will go to my father. I will go home to my father. Because the father is somewhere. And if you don't go to that place, you will not find the father. God is not just everywhere. He is somewhere. And if you don't go there, there's a place called there. A place called there. It's a place called there. I really thank God for the one who led me to Christ when I was 16 years old. And I went to church. God should bless that person. God bless him because if I, you see, these places, we, we share them in testimonies, we are clapping our hands and so on, but they are very evil places. Pubs, nightclubs, betting parlors, roadside uh, 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 um, bars, these type of places and so on. You see, it is it's, it's, it's Satan who has designed such places for people who don't want to be in God's house. He built another house for you. And that house is a house of pleasures. But at the end of the day, you are like the prodigal son who also went to another house. He left his father's house and went to another house and enjoyed pleasures. But in the end, he had nothing. If you don't decide to stay in the church, very soon you will have nothing. You will even be out of your mind. He said, Father, I have sinned against both heaven and you. I'm no longer worthy of being called son, your son. Now, this is it. This is what we do in the house of God. Make me, take me on as a hired servant. I want to end it now. This is it. In God's house, You don't live in the house only as a son. Even if you are a son. I'll take it again. In the house of God, you dare not come here and present yourself as a royal daughter or some important son or some great whatever. Anybody in the house of God who doesn't have the mind of a servant is doomed to end up just like those who were never in the house. 
So you will discover that even the son who didn't go, even the son, the elder brother, he was not living in the house as a son. He was living in the house as a servant. The first time he's introduced, he's coming from the farm. Jesus, help me. The first time this boy is mentioned, he's on the father's business. He's on a beat. He's going to do something for the father. He's coming from the field. He's going to weed. He's going to count the number of horses that are left. The number of cows. He's going to supervise something. Doing something. Don't look. Listen to me. The house of God. You are only safe in his house as a servant. Not as a son. You know, sons. So, so a lot of sons end up not getting a lot. servants all over the world. The biggest stories in life are stories of people who served people and inheritances passed to them. The biggest one was my multi-billionaire. He left everything. A man to a girl. He, he had a wife. But he left everything to a house help. It became a court case. In the end, the wife just got a letter. But the big one, because you don't, you, you can't be around people just as some madam. Some of you are in the church as madams. And some big man. And some big guy. Some, 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 I don't even know who you are. You, you can see that. Even though I can speak English, I don't even have words. I don't even know which words to describe you. Because you are nothing. You are nothing. If you will be in the house of God, I want you to make up your mind. You see, the people who stay in God's house, even as sons, are the sons who serve. Malachi says that a father spares a son who serves. A father can have two sons. Malachi said it. He said he will spare. The people God spares are not their sons, are sons who serve. Who serve? Who serve? Today may be your first time, but I am calling you come and serve in the house of God. Come and dance. Come and sing. Come and sweep. Don't just come and sit in the church. Anybody here who just comes and sits and goes, see see somebody who is going, he is doing nothing in the church. Don't follow them. Don't follow them. Look at the next person sitting by you and ask the person, are you doing something in the church? Ah, well, then, 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 you see, that is what guarantees your, 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 your envied position even as a son. And they shall be mine. In that day, when I make up my jewels, my important, when I'm d- determining who are my jewels and who are the Jimaklas, you are either a jewel or a Jimakla. Both are starting with GGG. Jewel or Jimakla. But when I'm counting my jewels, I will count those 
I'm going to spare. And who are those I will spare? A man spares the son that serves. Like the elder son who was serving. The prodigal son did not want to serve. Because when you are in the house, you have to sweep. You have to lay a bed. You have to send it to go and bring water. You have to send it to go and close the windows. You have to send it to go and bring the food. You have to send it to go to the market. And, and, and if you are in the church and you don't want to do anything, I'm telling you prophetically that your days are numbered. Something will extract you. Today, I present God the Father to you. But I'm also presenting God the Father's house to you. Because not everybody is intelligent enough to understand what a person means. Some people, their intelligence is so low. So you you have to start them on some first principles. Just get them to be in the house well. And as they are in the house, then they get to know who the important people are. I'm saying that I'm not inviting you today to a pastor, a bishop, a reverend. I'm inviting you to his house. Leave that club. Leave that pub. Leave that place. One of the boys said he had even blocked his friends. They call him. They disturb him. Said no, no. I want to concentrate. Please take your seats. Tonight, I want you to look at my face very carefully. I came to tell you something. That the world is a dangerous place. Very dangerous place. And the only place God has prepared that is safe for you is his house. He is there. So the boy said, I will go home to my father. But you go. there is a place. It's not in town. Your father is somewhere. <laughs> He's somewhere. And when he went, he said, I want to now think. You see, you think properly when you think as a servant. You're anybody. Okay. So one of the ways to know that somebody's mind is not working well is that the person doesn't have serving God in his mind. Because Jesus said, who is the greatest among you? I'm the greatest. But I am among you as one who serves. So anybody who doesn't serve is off Christ, off center. You are not connected to him. Because he said, I am among you as one who serves. And if you are truly a child of Christ, I want to tell you, young man, young boy, today I'm going to share all of you. I'll share you among the workers in the church. Directly. (laughs) The day you get born again, even before you say the sinner's prayer, we have shared you. 
already. Because the people God spares are sons who serve. I thank God for these ones who sing. The choir, the ashes. You see that gentleman there with the camera? It's a photographer. His pictures are not nice. But the camera in his hand will force him to come to church and hear some sense. That's all. We don't need him to take pictures. He doesn't take any proper pictures. As he's standing, he's even deleting pictures he has taken. He himself, before the pictures go to someone to delete, he himself, he's deleting the pictures. But the camera in his hand, when Samuel was sent by Hannah, he was sent as a little boy to serve he was given the charge of the lamps to trim it in the evenings and to make sure the lamps are burning at the right time. If you are in the house of God, find something to do. Find something to do. I want to say I respect all of you. You are an usher, are you not? You take offerings. Like when it's offering time, what will you do? Show us what you will do. That's what she does in the church. We like it. She began like this. Now she's a pastor with how many members? Nine. Nine members. It's enough. It's good. You are standing. If you were home, that man coming to look for you, if he had found you, to be over. So God gives you an offering back to hold and be in the church. Not because he needs you to take offerings. Sometimes because of you, people don't give good offerings. But God likes you to do this so that the offering bag itself can protect you from the evil that is in the world looking for you. The camera, the broom you are using, the microphone in my hand is delivering me from a lot of evil. A microphone in my hand. So about 30 years ago, I was preaching in my church, a little church. I said, if I become a doctor, you can take my degree from me. I told them, but don't take the microphone. Today, I'm inviting you to God, to his house, and his work. If these three things are together, you are safe. Stand to your feet. Every eye closed, please. And every head bowed. I know today is your first time. Everyone standing and no one leaning on a chair. Stand upright, everyone. And every eye closed. You are saying, Pastor, I've lived a useless life. No one leans on a chair. 
Pastor, today, I have not heard what I have just heard before. I've never heard it before. I thank you for telling me the truth. Today, I want to surrender my life to Jesus Christ. And also, surrender all the bad places I live my life and embrace the house of God as my house. And when I'm here, I'll be here as a son who serves, not as a son who is a big man. Pastor, please pray for me. I want to give my life to Jesus Christ. If you are here today, every eye closed and every head bowed. And you want me to pray with you to receive Jesus Christ into your life. You want me to pray with you to receive Jesus Christ. You want to be born again. If you were to die right now, you are going to hell. But more importantly, as you are living your life, you want to be connected to God's house so you can be safe in his house. If you are here and you want me to pray with you to give your life to Jesus, lift your hand. I'm going to pray with you. Yes, lift your hand high. Pastor, pray for me. I see your hand. I see your hand. I see, I see, I see. I see it everywhere. I see it. I see it everywhere. There's a lady here. Your hand is down. It's either you don't understand English, you are not intelligent, or there's an evil spirit preventing you from taking the most important step. I'll say it again. If you are here and you are seeing that your life is in danger of hell, your life is in danger of destruction. You are saying, Pastor, I'm 12 years. I'm 10 years. I'm 14 years. I'm 16 years. But today, if Jesus was able to sit in the temple as a 12-year-old, today, I'm taking a decision not only to come to God, but to also be planted in his house as a servant. Lift your hand high. Yes, lift it high. If you raise your hand. And now, I want to see your hand now high above your head in the sky. Yes, high. Lift it high. And if your hand is up very high, I want you, with your hand up, come to me in front here now. Come, meet me here. His grace here, will come. be your covering. His blood will flow freely. Come. It will provide your healing. Come running to that mercy. Run to the mercy seat. Run. Come on and run. run. Come running. Come running. Come running to that mercy seat where Jesus is calling. His grace will be your covering. His blood. Run and come quickly. These ones have escaped. I'm telling you that the message you've heard today, try and find it. Let somebody give it to you on your phone. 
and listen to it again and again and again. You've had nothing like this before since you were born. But I won't pray for you right now because somebody must join us here who is still standing there. I don't know who you are, but I'm giving you another chance. Now, sometimes some people don't understand what is going on, but I'm just explaining to you that Satan is after you. He wants you to end up on drugs, in jail, out of your mind. And God has worked out an arrangement for you to be in church tonight. You can't be standing there. What God has done for you to be in church tonight is too powerful for you to reject such a salvation. So I'm giving you another chance if you are standing there and you know that if you were to die right now, you will go to hell. You know that Jesus is not the master of your life. You want to say, Pastor, wait for me. Don't start the prayer. I'm coming to the front to join you, Pastor. If you are standing there, I want you to run here now. Leave where you are. Don't look at your friend. Look, there are many things in life we don't look at friends. You don't look at friends. If you are coming, clap your hands for them. Come down. Come now, quickly come. Clap your hands for him. Keep coming. Keep coming. Yes, come. Clap your hands for them. Keep coming. Keep coming. Keep coming. Clap your hands. Clap your hands. Keep clapping. Keep clapping for them. Are you coming? Listen. Ah, they are coming. Keep coming. Keep coming. Keep coming. Escape. 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 Escape from an evil that is happening around you. Run away from it. Run away from it. Satan is whispering to you. Don't go. Don't mind them. The pastor is a fool. Don't mind him. It's a devil. Because the last thing I am is a fool. You will get to discover that you are rather the fool. Hurry up and come. God bless you. I'm waiting for somebody. There's a, there's a young guy. There's a guy. There's a guy. Standing among some guys. Aha. Come. Now, I want all of you to look at me. All of you in front, look at me. I'm going to lead you to pray. Today, you have broken free from Satan's grip and Satan's hold on you. Yes. You see, when we, as human beings, we see little boys like you and girls. Like, how old are you? Ten. Little girl. But Satan doesn't see her as a little girl. He fills her to the brim. 
and begins to feed her and as she grows the evil is growing the evil is growing but I thank God for the pastors and the basenta leaders and all the overseers who are going to help these ones to be established in Christ in the word of God and become healthy Christians so I'm going to lead you to pray I want you to lift up your two hands and when I say the prayer you repeat it after me make it your prayer make it your prayer say it as if it is yours believe it and let it come from your heart say heavenly father heavenly father i can't hear you say heavenly father heavenly father today today i realize i am a sinner i realize i am a sinner i've heard your word i've heard your word and i realize i've gone far from you and I realize I've gone far from you. Like the prodigal son. Like the prodigal son. I've gone far from you. I've gone far from you. Oh God. Oh God. Please receive me. Please receive me. I am dirty. I am dirty. I've done many, many bad things. I've done many, many bad things. Please forgive me. Please forgive me. Please have mercy on me. Please have mercy on me. Please wash my sins. Please wash my sins. With the blood of Jesus. With the blood of Jesus. I don't want to go back. I don't want to go back. I want Jesus. I want Jesus. And Jesus alone. And Jesus alone. As my Lord. As my Lord. And my master. And my master. And my savior. And my savior. Oh God. Oh God. Today. Today. I declare. I declare. I am born. Again. I am born again. I'm starting a new life. I'm starting a new life. This is my church. This is my church. This is my home. This is my home. It is your home. It is your home. And it's also my home. And it's also my home. I thank you. I thank you. I'm going to grow here. I'm going to grow here. In righteousness. In righteousness. In holiness. In holiness. Serving you. Serving you. As a son. As a son. As a daughter. As a daughter. Who serves you. Who serves you. Thank you. Thank you. For this blessing. For this blessing. And for this message. And for this message. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Congratulations. 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 Clap your hands for them. And you yourself, clap your hands for yourself. You managed to escape. But, but, I will tell you, you have now received Christ. Let's clap our hands for them. But, 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 it's not enough. Paul told the Colossian church, Colossians 3, he said, as you have now received Jesus, so walk ye in him. So, you receive, yes, and then what is the next thing? You walk in him. Now, it is that walking that makes it necessary for you to know this woman standing here. She's your pastor. Can you see her? Yes. Because a baby must walk, but the baby must be taught to walk. Helped to walk. Some of you, as you are walking, you will fall. But because of her, you will stand. And you walk. And you stand. Do you get me? You've received, have you received Christ? It's not enough. Colossians 2, 6. 
As you have therefore received Christ Jesus the Lord, so walk. So receiving is one thing. And what? Walking in him. And this woman and her team, they are going to teach you and help you to walk worthy as believers. Some of you, in three years' time, you are going to become leaders in the church. Some of you are going to become lady pastors in the church. And you remember that church service in the evening when somebody brought you to church. It was your first time. And when the pastor preached, you raised your hand. So I want you all to follow me. Let's go this way. We are going to our pastor here. She's going there. Look at her. Yeah. Let's all go. Clap your hands for them. 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 Keep clapping. For of such is the kingdom. Keep clapping. Don't stop clapping. Keep clapping your hands. I'm, I'm surprised you are tired already clapping your hands don't stop clapping till they have entered the hall and as you are clapping clap for the GSOs the constituency overseers, the Pacenta leaders, the Santa heads, clap your hands for them. We are going to take our communion, and today's communion is a prayer. As we eat it, we are going to pray that these ones will become one with this body. One with you in this body. That none will slip away. I said that what? None. Not nine. None will slip away. The Bible says that night before Jesus was betrayed, he took the bread and he broke it and he said this is my body which was broken for you and the body was broken so that you and I will be complete and intact in him lift your bread and say after me the body of Christ the body of Christ say I am part of the body of Christ I am part of the body of Christ say today today I pray I pray that these souls that these souls will be a part of the body will be a part of the body one with the body one with the body the body of Christ the body of Christ unbreakable unbreakable say unbreakable unbreakable undestroyable undestroyable the body of Christ the body of Christ forever one body forever one body Let's eat it. Jesus, you alone. Mm -hmm. You alone, 
Union stars, Basanta, sing me after church. Basanta head, sing me after church. Sing it. your cup now. Say the blood of Jesus. Say it washes not only my sins, but the sins of the world. Say Lord, by this blood, wash the sins of these converts. Make them pure in your presence. The blood of Jesus. Let's drink. Lift your two hands. You deserve the glory. The Lord bless you. Amen. The Lord keep you. Amen. What cannot be done to the body of Christ? Mm. May it not be done to you. Amen. Receive protection. Receive it. Receive deliverance. I receive it. Receive the covering. I receive it. And the washing of the blood of Jesus. I receive it. And may you continue to be whole yes not one bone was broken in the body may satan not be able to break any part of your life amen receive completeness i receive it receive completeness i receive it in jesus name amen god bless you you may be seated